So this morning I'm sitting in Starbucks in Barnes and I'm talking to Alex, who's my other town team member. And we're just about to go and talk to Azza at Blue Lavender. So Alex, have you had any experience of shopping and buying flowers at Blue Lavender? I have actually. So last year we bought our wreath from Blue Lavender and it was absolutely stunning. We didn't get to enjoy it as long as we wanted to because we went on holiday, but while it was up, we were incredibly proud of it. I have used Blue Lavender for a bereavement bouquet that was absolutely stunning, and as soon as my girlfriend got it, she was really excited about it and couldn't give it enough compliments. And just recently, I walked in there because I was thinking of a friend who's just going through a tough time, and I wanted to give her a little thoughtful bouquet, and it was delivered within an hour, and, and again, got great compliments about it, and I absolutely love it. It's one of those stunning stores to walk into. Um, I love the online the, the website as well. That's actually how I purchased the bereavement bouquet because it was a very spontaneous decision and it was during the weekend. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I love it. I think it's beautiful and I always want to photograph the storefront when I walk by it. It's very special and she, the thing I always notice is how the flowers always reflect the seasons. I mean, you always see in the spring, there are little budding hyacinths and crocuses. You said wreaths at Christmas time, etc. And yeah, it's a real head turner. Anyway, we are going to go and talk to Azar now and find out all about Blue Lavender. Talk to you soon. So I'm sitting here in the back room of Blue Lavender and the shelves are filled every inch with every different sort of pot and vase and we've got all sorts of flowers hanging from ceilings and walls and all sorts of greenery and lavender of course and I'm sitting here next to Azza. So Azza, can you tell me a bit about Blue Lavender and about how you started? Um, Blue Lavender came to Barnes in um nearly 11 years ago um, and um, it was just out of blue uh, that um, I wanted to do something different after being for three years a full-time mother because um, my children were just born and um, and I decided to do something and I thought um, flowers and gardening it really appealed to me with a bit of you know sort of interior here and there and lots and lots of you know antique and things like that and that's how Blue Lavender came to life. So what was your training? How did you get involved in, in flowers? Um, I had no training. So I started by just you know, doing what I really love to do. I, I always loved to do gardening. But for me, because I was in sort of, um, um, not my prime sort of age, if I say so. <laughs> so I thought gardening would be quite heavy um, sort of physically. Um, but flowers are still, you know, sort of reflect that garden seasonal sort of um, uh, feel. And I thought it's lovely, especially when you love antique, with antique vases, antique arrangement, and just make it like a little cottage, but middle of London. So that's how I just trained myself. And I just went with my heart. Never ever gone to any of these classes or anything. And I think when you have got it in you, it doesn't matter what you do. You would just come out and you would just love it and do it. So 
It's your colours that are so special. I mean, when we walk past just now and you see really vibrant pinks and oranges and then there were whites and you're very talented with colour, aren't you? Where does that come from? Is it something you've always done? Um, I, I don't know. I was brought up with really interesting parents because um, um, my mum and dad are very good with how they dress and how they make the garden and all sorts of things. When it comes to spring, my father would always go and buy trays and trays of uh, viola, pansies and all those. So then suddenly the garden comes back to life after, you know, and we always had lots and lots of fruit trees. And... Um, and I think I'm a very logical person, so I studied biochemistry. Science helps a lot, even though people think that mathematicians and scientists are boring, but apparently they are not. Yeah. <laughs> how do you apply the science to flowers? Um, it's the knowledge how to look after them as if they are alive like an animal. They don't speak, they don't move, but they have got life in them. And often, uh, I get it right. There are a few times that I don't because, um, you know, being um, with plants, they are a little bit unpredicted. But I read a lot. So for my sort of educational thing, it's just like if I get something new, I make sure I go and read about it. The, the worst thing is somebody comes and says, oh, what is this? Mm, let me think about yes. it. So that's how I sort of... And um, I, n I have got so many of this from my garden, especially when it comes to foliage, because I have a very evergreen garden. Mm. So I cut some of them, and I know, because I plant them myself, I know how they behave. So in that sort of way, it helps. Uh, Flower-wise, um, sometimes it depends, you know, even though you try to pay for the prime, you know, sort of quality, but they're like anything else in life, so they don't behave as they should. So if you expect that, you, then you know that sometimes they do well, sometimes they don't do well. Uh, but I learned that from, you know, sort of experiencing certain things that you just know. For example, if I bring peony today because it's middle of winter, it just doesn't like it. Mm. It is available, but it doesn't like it to be here in this cold weather. Well, that's, that's what I think people like and why they love blue lavender, because you, you know and we come here. I mean, I, when I come here, I never say what I want. I always ask you what I should have, and you know and you put it together. Are most people like that who come here? Um, that's very kind of you to say that. I appreciate it. Um, most people, yes, because they know us now. You know, being here for 10 years, it, uh, we established that they trust us, basically. And um, and we know the taste because it is interesting in this neighborhood. There is such a diversity in taste because there are so many nice and beautiful, you know, modern houses. Yet there are some that they just look they are in the middle of Cotswold or in a countryside. So it's quite nice. And we sort of um, acknowledge that we reflect what we really like. And as I said, because we know most of our customers, even when they call us, we always question um, to know the occasion, to make sure that we bring that occasion into the flowers. And most of the time they are impressed because they just don't say, oh, I want to spend this much. And we say, okay, we give you that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot goes on. It's just like a little mini sort of questionnaire, but in a nice, gentle way, rather than bombarding people, to just bring out what you really would like to see in your bouquet.
But I think that's so important because it makes it so personal, doesn't it? And I think that's what that's what people like. What about events? I know on your website, I had a look on your website, which is beautiful, by the way. And so um, I don't know whether you do that or someone else does it, but anyone should look on your website because the photography is beautiful and it's really well put together. But you say on there that you do weddings. Do you do a lot of events? Yes, we do. We do lots of um, things outside Barnes. Um, uh, sometimes it's related to people who live in Barnes, sometimes it's not. Uh, again, it's all of the, you know, photography. We have got a beautiful, lovely uh, photographer who works with us con- continuously. Um, yes, we do lots of wedding. We go as far as, you know, wherever. Um, we had a, you know, party was going on, a big event in um, Cotswold, we went. Um, we've been to Surrey many times, um, central London, you know. Um, we went to Essex. So we go so many different places. And there are so many other, you know, people who come to us and say, oh, we look at your website and we like it. We don't leave there, but can you do this? And I say, yes, of course. You know, there was a sort of um, event for um, a group of um, art and all sorts of things that we did a very interesting sort of, um, you know, so, um, floral arrangement. So now it, it, it is very wild, you know, sort of going everywhere and doing everything. It is quite um, tiring, but enjoyable once the, you know, sort of the end product comes out, you think, yes, I feel better now. <laughs> makes you different and special do you think about blue lavender why you know I mean for me I know that it's I think it's the it's the freshness and the color when you walk past everything and you're constantly inventing you know you would never walk past and see the same displays and I like the putting together the antique vases and all of that but what do you think makes blue lavender special I think um it's a combination of things. We are very lucky. We have got gorgeous, gorgeous customers who makes us, you know, sort of uh, be always challenged. And I like that because sometimes people come and say, am I difficult? I say, no, 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 no. If you don't do that, I do what is my comfort zone mm-hmm. telling me to do. So in a way, that is really a bonus. The other thing is we always work with the seasonal flower. And um, if it's anything outside the season, I don't bring it. So you can go to the market and there's lots of tulips all the time. For me, tulip is a, a special welcoming flower for spring. If I bring tulip now, I feel a little bit out of place and I cannot work with it. Does it make sense? So when we change season, it takes, people don't know that, but I just tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a couple of weeks for us to change from our mood from summer to autumn because it just doesn't work like that. It's a gradual progression. So when we come back from summer holiday, we have to practice and practice and make sure that we know what we're doing to get the colors right mm. and digest it before you create it. And I was just um, telling the staff up until you know next week, which is Thanksgiving of America, because we have got so many you know expats around here. Uh, then after we have to swing to the Christmas mood. So you have to train your brain to work with the seasonal and to go with the festivity. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your creation become rigid rather than gorgeous and flary and emotional and all those. Uh.
you're always planning ahead in effect, aren't you? And what about global warming? Has that had an effect on the flowers that you're able to buy? Um, it has and it hasn't. So we try to stick to European. I cannot say I can rely on always English flowers because there's such a short period of time we can enjoy, like dahlia season. Mm. We go crazy about the number of dahlia comes into this shop. And I have to say, when I came here, I was so admiring this flower, but nobody loved it in this neighborhood. <laughs> they said, no, really? And now everybody enjoys them because you have to promote certain mm. things. And um, so we have got to work with all the European and we get lots and lots of obviously Dutch, French, Italian flowers. And global warming, we try to sort of um, eliminate the number of wastage. Does it make sense? So, so try to compost as much as we can because we have got nothing but compostable you know, flowers, foliage, whatever. Um, and try to keep them organic looking and organic feeling and you know being sort of on that sort of side of the um, sort of um, argument that um, you know for example we use papers cane and things that they are natural and you know or recyclable bags and things like that um, but inevitably I cannot say I'm 100% unfortunately you know, environmental friendly, global, you know, sort of thing. Because it just doesn't work sometimes. We try. We all we all try, yeah. don't we? But we've got to keep trying. Yeah. yeah. So why Barnes? Why why did you decide to open up in Barnes? Um, as we say, just par hasard. I was looking to open a shop because, uh, as I said, I just um, had enough of, you know, having coffee and tea and here and there. My kids were older. They could manage themselves. And I looked around and I was very familiar with Barnes. Um, um, and I just, it came up and I said to the agent, I'd love to go and see it. And when I came and I wandered around and I just thought it has got a good feel that I can, you know, see myself here. Um, I am a very, as you know, chatty person. <laughs> so if I don't connect to my customer, I wouldn't be here. So that's why I just thought Barnes is the place that I can feel I'm at home and I can just, you know, um, be myself and create things that I know people enjoy um, and that's how it came. Do you commute? Uh, yes, I live in Surrey because my children go yeah. to school in Surrey. Uh, but I used to live in um, Ham and Putney before. So I'm very you know, familiar with the Richmond borough and I always enjoyed you know, being in Richmond borough. Are you French? Because lots of your uh, flowers' names on the website have French names, I noticed. Uh, no, I have got very strong connection to France. We were just, you know, we lived in France for quite a long time. Uh, so, and I want to give that because it, was, it is uh, still a very big uh, part of my life. So that's why I try to bring that in with the English, you know, flowers, marry the two together. <laughs> Well, I think that works very well. And with the name, of course, Blue yeah. Lavender. How did you come up with the name? Uh, I adore lavender as a plant. And I know um, when I was looking for a name, uh, it just came to me to say, you know, this plant has got so many good things about it um, in terms of, you know, sort of medicinal, in terms of uh, many, many ways. So, and I, I just thought lavender blue, blue lavender, it just sounds so 
not romantic, but it sounds so me, very calm, very, you know, sort of um, nice scent and has got lots and lots of um, things and angle to it. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. And I think we and we it's very memorable too, isn't it? The name Blue Lavender. I think people people know it and they they recognize the shop for it. So, what about the language of flowers? Yeah. It, do you know do you work with that at all? I try because uh, it's quite interesting how um you know, you uh, as I said, it's uh, my background. It's it's really important to what I do. I tend to just go through lots of, you know, RHS vocabularies and lang- um, description and all those and, and many other, you know, books and things to just find out what is this plant and why is it for. And it's funny enough, very simple thing, we forget about it. For example, you know, rosemary is a remembrance type mm-hmm. of herb. And when you think about it in Shakespearean time, there are many quotes that it comes back to rosemary. And when we have got funeral, and I suggest because it's important to say, and people say, "Oh, I didn't think about it. Now I think about it. It makes sense." So in a ni- in a nice way, I'm very proud that I do go and look and search. But when it comes to certain time, like Mothering S- Sunday or Valentine Day and all those, we try to bring certain things that brings that emotion that the people want to convey in their bouquet. So not intensely, but yeah. and have you been asked to do any extraordinary arrangements or anything really wild or yeah that was really memorable yes we had a few years ago um I don't want to say it because it's very private. So they had a, a they have a mansion in Surrey, and they were auctioning every single urn, and we're talking about five six hundred years old urns, uh, going to Christie, and um, they came to me, um, and they said, "Do you want to come and decorate them?" And that was the most fascinating. So the urn it was about I don't know about two meters wide, and we put as uh, it, it was just glamorous and we worked like three days on just that but when it came to auction everybody was just like wow because it was so pretty as a centerpiece that was an amazing place to go and every corner of it there was something that it's just like oh my god I love to work with that so that was you know one of the best things we ever did Unfortunately, in those days, we weren't very clever to take lots of photos to put it on our website and Instagram, but we enjoyed it thoroughly. Do you ever, are you ever thinking of doing classes or teaching people? Um, for flower arranging, no, not such. Um, because I think it's nice when you just go and grab them as you are in, uh, you know, sort of you are in your 10, 11 years old age. Just mm. go to the middle of the field and just grab whatever comes to your head. That's how I think it's the best way of learning. But having classes, no, we, for the past few years, we've done rhythmic classes with Olympic oh. Cinema. And it's quite popular. People like to come and it's quite a good laugh and people enjoy it. Um, have you got any spaces? <laughs> and you can call this Olympic. Okay. I, I, I don't take the booking. I just, um, you know, advertise it and I tell, uh, you know, people it is happening. Um, 
It is quite nice, yes, because so many people come and say, let's you know, do a class on ar flower arranging. Um, but if people come here without any sort of um, feel for the garden, that's how I look at it. If you are not into your garden and loving your garden and things like that, it would be very difficult for me to mm. teach you because that's how I started. Loving your garden, loving the species that you have under your hand, it gives you that sort of feel and creation and you create anything and it works because you know you love it. If you don't have that and you want to look at it as flower arranging, I think it will go wrong. Mm. And I think if you're looking at the job, this is not a job. Mm. This is very demanding mentally, physically, emotionally type of job. You have to bring... Yes, one thing we noticed, Nazal commented on this morning, was the cold because the flowers love the cold. It's why the flowers look so good in the shop. But we as humans are well wrapped up here. Yes, exactly, exactly. They're happy, so we are happy. Um, so it, 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 our shop is always very cold and um, because it, they love it. When they are cut, is not the same as when they are on their own sort of um, stems on the trees or wherever they are. So in a way, keeping it cool here, it makes them happy and they look better. Whereas, you know, I, I, some times ago, I went to someone and they had the water hot. And I said, why do you do that? Mm. And he says, they like it. And I said, yep, you're cooking them. The cells are dying. And uh, they said, oh. And I was just going mm. through the biology of it. Because it's a common sense, but we always forget, uh, like anything else. And she says, that makes sense. And I said, yep. <laughs> That's good. So it's the science of flowers. That's what we get from you, isn't it? I like it. I just guess it's just like nice to bring that out yeah. a little. So all those years I spent at university wasn't wasted. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about barns? Where do you like to go in barns? If you go out for a wander or just to you know, clear your head, get away from it all, where are your favourite places to go? Um, I have got everywhere as my favorite place. And I love the fact, you know, you go out and you just uh, say, okay, I like to go there. And then you go today. And then tomorrow I go somewhere else. Every single corner, uh, without the exaggeration, they are beautiful. I mean, everything I eat and buy from here is just like every time I look at my statement, it says buns, 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 buns. <laughs> because there's so much to do and so many things to eat everywhere. Everything is different. You go to Sunny, they've got something different. You go to Alfis, they've got something. You go Alma. So every day, if you want to eat out, there's lots of options. I mean, there's all sorts of Italian gorgeousness and you know the rest of them. I'm not missing anybody, but I love all of them. I go breakfast here, lunch there. And it's nice to support each other anyway. Because yes, is there a good community feel around here where you are? Yes, very good, very good indeed. Because um, I think uh, if the trades support each other, it shows when we divide and, you know, like anything else, it shows again that is a broken, you know, sort of joint, a broken piece in here. But we will work together, you know, when they come and they say, oh, I need this and that, immediately it's done. And, you know, that's how it should be in a community anyway. It's, it's a community feel. If you don't feel it, then you shouldn't be here. If you want to be individual, you can be middle of anywhere. Then be individual. But this is very, you know, sort of 
somebody was sh doing a photo shoot yesterday here and um, she was telling me, you're very well located here. Everybody come and go and say hello and say, yes, that's how it is. My customer come. It's not like a two minutes job. It's yeah. always a prolonged job. How's your son? How's your, you know, <laughs> whatever. That's how I like it. And um, for me, it, as I said, there is every single corner is beauty, is pretty. And I have got no problem finding whatever I want. I want shoes, I know where to go. I want socks, I know where to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the food, obviously, I love it. All the restaurants, all of them, the cafe. Oh, I even go to White Hart Lane sometimes because there's, you know, all of those. So no, it's a, it's a really nice place to be. we're very lucky to have you here do you have people stop because they go past on the bus and that sort of thing or is what, people just passing by I called the council one day because they um, they made something in because our bean is collected by the council anyway so <laughs> I called the guy on the council he says oh I know which one you are you are the one which has got a big heart outside your shop <laughs> I pass every morning I see it Oh, yes, I know where you are. And I just laughed, and I thought, that is so nice. Because where we are, everybody sits and sits. And, you know, I have got customers that they come and pass by our shop, but they stop to buy flowers, and they text me in the morning, as are you in at 8 o'clock? I'm going to see mom, but I need flowers. So they, she comes from Chelsea, and she buys flowers and goes to see mom. And she comes back and buys her flowers to go home. So it's a lot of, you know... Um, People come and go, and because of the way you know um, uh, the the shop is and to the in relation to the road, it's we get lots of people that they don't live in Barnes, they live in Chelsea, Fulham, you know, all those places, or even Surrey. We did a um, couple of weddings in Surrey because they pass by our shop to go to their church, which is in Hammersmith. <laughs> they like the shop. You have to do our flowers. So. Yes, that's why we have to make sure our window is always spot on. Yeah. And I'm loving the Father Christmases at the oh, moment. They're, they're great. <laughs> <laughs> they're cute, chubby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, I, I guess uh, I love, I really do love what I do. Otherwise, I can be earning far, far more than what I earn here. But it's not about money. I'm happy with what I do, and I am surrounded by, as I said, gorgeous, gorgeous customer. And they know. I always say I love my customers because they're really nice. Um, we are nice as well, but it's a ha you know both ways sort of, and um, so it works. And any dreams for the future? Any ideas like a Barnes flower show or? Something amazing <laughs> for the future. <laughs> we did some for the yes. Jubilee celebration in St. Mary's Church, which was really fun, exciting and gorgeous. Um, if there is an option, if somebody suggested, I would never ever say no, because I think if you are in a community, you have to participate. If you cannot participate, it's just like, anyway. So in a way, when you think about it, I think um, if there is an opportunity, I wouldn't say no, uh, but initiating it I am getting old <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> now I think it's it's, it's quite a physical job mm. I don't and I really take my hat off when people say I've been doing this for 25 years I did biochemistry I did environmental health officer I've been a teacher yeah I've been 
uh, this is, I think, my last job, and I would retire after this. <laughs> Well, I think we're incredibly lucky to have you here, Asla. And yeah, we love Blue Lavender. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank Don't retire you. yet. Oh, <laughs> very sweet. Very sweet. I appreciate it. No, it's a handy, as I say, it's a both way sort of thing. If you guys are not so good for, for us to explore things, we wouldn't be. We would be just normal flower shops. So that's how it is. And I appreciate it. Thank you. From the not normal flower shop. Yeah, <laughs> blue lavender. Anything but. Very, very special. Thank you, Azar. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. So that was talking to Azar at Blue Lavender. And what an inspirational chat that was because um, to do something just because you love it. And um, Azza came to flowers from a passion for gardening and just gives you hope that anyone can do anything, really. And, um, and so clear that Azza is doing what she loves. Um, you'll see the photographs which Alex has taken, which we'll put on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter um, at the time of our chat. So, uh, yeah, as usual, the flowers were absolutely stunning. So I'm now walking in another corner of Barnes. I'm walking around the Leg of Mutton Reservoir and it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining, the water in the reservoir is gleaming, really, really bright. And you can probably hear my feet are scuffling through the leaves because the path is strewn with yellow, orange, brown, green leaves everywhere. And it's a really bright, shining Barnes day. The pampas grass is all out in flower beside the reservoir. Huge feathery fronds there. And the children from the Swedish school are out playing and um, a few shrieks and whoops from over there. Um, but absolutely lovely to be outside and uh, walking in barns on this bright shiny day. So we'll come back to you soon with another podcast. Don't know who's next, but we'll, we'll find out soon. Hope you enjoyed this chat with Azar and um, that you go there and get some beautiful flowers. Mm-hmm.